0: Welcome to Creating Real Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Glenn. Today on the podcast, we're talking about mobile growth and how millennials are lifting the Tennessee. All right. Well, Mike, um, one of the things that uh, I think, well, is known about me, I love my my phone. I Mm -hmm. love using it. And um, phones now are more like a computer than they are really Mm -hmm. a phone. And, um, more,
1: more computing power in your iPhone or your iPad, Android yeah. Android than was in the, the first, the, 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 the well, the, the entire, uh, Apollo put a man on the moon Yeah, that, that entire computer system is now <laughs> in your phone, right? That. That, yes. That's how fast we've developed.
0: It's amazing. Uh, in June, um, the Tennessean reported that three quarters of their visitors were exclusively mobile users, mm-hmm. um, and we're seeing an increase of mobile users in the church. You know, I've got—it's uh, funny—we uh, have sixth graders, new sixth graders that are coming in, mm-hmm. promoting this Sunday, and so we went to go greet them, and uh, in the in the children's ministry this past Sunday, and one of the first questions, of course, was. Because uh, we said, "What questions do you have? You know, where do we go?" We- right. Yeah. Nope. First question: Do we get to use our phones?
1: That's right. Can we use our iPad? Right. Yeah. Right. And, and and which begs the question: We give uh, at, at strategic places along children's lives, we give them Bibles. Right. A printed Bible.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: They don't know how to use the printed Bible. It's true. They're they're learning the Bible on uh, on the iPhone, the iPad, or Android, whatever they have, yeah. Well, they tell me that's what they're doing when they look at their phone in the middle of the sermon. So I, am, yeah, I know you, know, you are A little blue glow, <laughs> glow on your face, is the, right? That's yeah. right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not, it's me looking on uh, you, you version Bible. Um, well, okay, so that's actually one considerable shift that's going to impact, I would think, right. our churches. What are what are you seeing with that? What does this kind of mean? What does this mean for parents in the church, really?
1: Um, it, it means, it means a, a ton and, and, and what I'm trying to help our leaders understand is that every business, every corporation, every, everybody body is trying to figure out what this means. And some people have done better at other people at figuring out how to do it. Uh, obviously Amazon has figured out how to do it uh, a lot yeah. better than Macy's and Penny's figured out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the music industry. Mm. is kind of figuring it out right uh but and what we're figuring it out is and what we're figuring out is it doesn't take a major record label now for you to be successful in the music business you can get your band together you can start putting your own stuff on youtube and you can start building your own fan base and your own platform outside of the traditional ways Mm. um the church, and especially the church in North America, has traditional ways of doing things. We have a printed Bible, we get together and we study printed material. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is the focus of our discussion. And if you go on it, you know, if you were come to me and say, Hey, I'm more interested in finding out about Moses or whatever, I would go get you a book. Right. Or I would tell you, find me Sunday
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and, and I'll, and I'll, I'll talk to you about that then. The problem with that is, is that there are 15 lifetimes between now we're doing this on a Thursday afternoon and Sunday. Yeah. And there's no telling where you, you and your family, uh, will be on between now and Sunday. Uh, so what I'm talking about is we have to have these resources available immediately. Content's the same. What I'm talking about is speed of access. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know a Bible study about Moses or David, I can go to you. Hey, Joe, get your phone. Let me show you where you hit that, hit this, and we'll start there. And you have to be able to do it that fast. Uh, as far as how it's, how it's affecting preaching, like it or not, people are using their phone. They're not bringing hmm. their Bible anymore. They're bringing their phone. Uh, now, you can rail against that. <laughs> you can, you know, get all sweaty and red in the face, and but people are still going to bring their phone. It, yeah. It's it's the reality now. So you better learn to work with it. Hmm. Uh, and, and how that impacts sermons, I think, in a, in a couple of ways. Uh, one... Uh, you, you have to give them a couple of what I call Twitter moments. Okay. You have to give them that sentence of 140 characters or less that they can either type real fast mm-hmm. or they can share real fast. Right. Because, you know, the funny thing about it, and it wasn't that long ago, I mean, all this hit just in the middle of the 90s, mm-hmm. and all of this has changed in the last 20 years. Uh, when I first started preaching, the only thing I had to do was be ready Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. That was all I had to do. And if I was ready to preach at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning, I had done a pretty good job. Okay, <laughs> now, and you're part of this, Daryl's part of this, Katie's part of this, uh, and, and y'all are my teachers in this, having the sermon now is just the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's where we start from. Mm-hmm. And instead of having it done Sunday morning at 11, now I need to have it done done mm-hmm. Tuesday or Wednesday. So we can sit with the social media people and, and we can get the slides done on Sunday. We can talk about what blogs you're going to write out of it, mm-hmm. uh, what uh, what uh, other social media, Twitter and that kind of stuff, so that you keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. It changes the way that you structure the, the, the communication process so that you can keep it alive using these, these uh, uh, platforms mm-hmm. that they're now using. Now, you can say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to do, get on Facebook. I don't want to get on Twitter. That's fine mm. if you don't want to talk to anybody. Else.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: the, the problem is, you used to go well. Okay, now you you have to go to this intersection or this house or this because that's where everybody is. Mm. Now that's all digital.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, their location, their presence is all digital, and and you're going to have to learn to work in that world. Mm. Now I am grateful, so grateful that I didn't have to raise a child. Mm. In this time, uh, because uh, on, on one extreme, uh, social media is just a huge time suck. <laughs> and <laughs> so is. And so family time, uh, the hangout time used to happen with the conversations have are now sucked in to your child's face in in
0: in the um, walking around doing
1: pokemon walking go walking around yeah trying, <laughs> trying to find pokemon and, 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 and you know, don't say that we've had staff running around the hall what? trying to I'm find I'm sure that's not been. yeah uh, <clears throat> on company time too i might Oh add. that's not good um and, and the other thing and, and to the other extreme of it being dangerous and you you can't control who your child's talking with
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so you know what kind of reasonable um, limitations can you put on that? Mm-hmm. You know, I know friends now who have um, uh, gadget-free nights in their family or mm-hmm. gadget-free days and that kind of stuff, where they purposely disconnect. Um, parents have ways of checking where their child has been, and and uh, and if you if you are a parent, you have to build in those safeguards. All right of being able to block certain content from your child and then being able to follow up where they're, where they've been who they're talking to yeah it's just it's uh you, you wouldn't let your child just walk freely in the mall
2: it's true
1: and and you can't let them do that digit, uh, digitally, digitally either yeah, yeah so it's no, the same it's, same it's thing a, yeah
0: it's a different world for sure I think um, how, how do you how do you handle knowing that you've Spent time preparing your sermon. You're thinking about how it's going to be utilized with blogs and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then when you preach, knowing that your sermon's going to go get chopped up into 140 characters, you know what? What is does that does that bother you? To know you have no control over how you might be soundbited, you know, or I don't well, know, I well,
1: well that. no. the the, uh, the The reality is, you've never had any control about what people say about your sermon when they leave on Sunday morning. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that the the thing that you do differently now is you recognize one: this is going to happen, okay. Whether I want it to or not, it's going to happen. Hmm. And uh, so, if if I know that, then how can I make it easier for you, someone sitting in the congregation? Hmm. If you're going to do the social media thing anyway, how can I make it easier for you to say what I'm hoping you'll get out of the sermon? Right. Here's your, I'm going to target you a little differently. Yeah. And that makes sense. Now, again, I know that there are friends going, well, I'm not going to do that. I want, that's the reality. Right. And, uh, and it may be different on Jupiter, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So, so ever preach on Jupiter, I may have to learn a different, a different (laughs) way. But the reality is this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, Steve Case now has the, the book Third Wave, mm. where he's talking about we're going from shopping on the Internet and and working on the Internet to our entire life mm-hmm. will be on the Internet. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've had some people talk to me and say, well, we don't ever see you give when the plate comes by. Well, no. I Digital. I, did, I give it.
0: Yeah, we need little badges. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: Online.
0: I always feel a little, little nervous. A little something lights I up when a, you go by. I, know. You know, I want some, some, whispered to some... my friend. That's right. That's this right. This earlier. Yeah. So. Um, oh, that's good. It's a it's a difficult uh, conversation. I feel like the church is behind in this. Well, what, Maybe I'm wrong. We're always
1: twenty years behind. Right. Uh, with that, and. Uh, uh, Too many times we get we get hung up thinking that technique is the same thing as content. Hmm. Okay, that uh, I know that 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 I preach verse by verse. Mm -hmm. Okay, now am I expository preaching? Well, that's a great way to preach. Mm -hmm. That's just a technique
2: uh,
1: of preaching. There are other ways to do it,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, and and the whole purpose the whole purpose is communication, Mm -hmm. and that starts that starts one it starts with. the 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 teacher the preacher's heart being so captivated by the truth that they have to find a way to get it said
2: Hmm.
1: the other place it starts with i know my people Hmm. i know what they're going through i know they have to hear it
2: right
1: now between what i know and what i'm learning in my study and what they need to hear how do i cross that bridge how do i build that bridge And if it's uh, if it's a hundred and forty character tweet from a friend who was here said, hey, you should have heard this from Mike. Here's what he said, Hmm. and that and that's the way the Spirit chooses to use it. Great, you know. I uh, my my thing is, you know, you're around here enough, and you'll see me on Tuesday sometime. And I'm pumped because I'm studying and I see something. Well, I want to call the church and say, y'all get here tonight (laughs) because I I want to. I got something (laughs) y'all need to hear. And then the rest of that week you're thinking about how do I get how do I build that bridge hmm. to this person and that person and that person uh, and if it's 140 characters fine yeah then uh, then it's I have I have served it. my calling well yeah
0: thanks for listening in on the conversation if you want to find out more about dr. Mike Glenn you can go to Mike or you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Glenn you can also download a free copy of 170 Ways to Love Your Spouse
1: on his website, mikelynonline.com.